0: forward slash three part audio the link will be in the show notes today on the society podcast we are talking to a fantastic lady her name is carol hansen and she inspires women who have a wardrobe full of clothes but nothing to wear Can I hear an amen to that one? She helps them to feel fabulous and look great every time they get dressed. And she wants her clients to walk into a room brimming with confidence, knowing that they're expressing their true awesome selves. So Carol has come on today to talk about what we should be wearing when we're talking to our clients, what we should be wearing on a wedding day and how we should accessorise. So stay tuned, guys. This was a great conversation.
1: the podcast everybody. It's lovely to have you all listening. Today I have a special treat for you. We have the lovely Carol Hansen in the room and she is going to be talking to us all about our style in relation to what we're wearing on wedding days, what we're wearing to our meetings with our couples and how we can boost our confidence and look professional without looking corporate. So welcome, Carol. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I would love it for you to tell our audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. I said a little bit beforehand, but you know, it's nice to hear it from the person we're speaking to. So please introduce yourself.
2: Hi Donna, thank you very much for inviting me onto your podcast. It's a delight to be here. So my name is Carol Hansen. I'm a personal stylist. I actually call myself the Conscious Wardrobe Stylist and I'll explain that in just a moment. have had my styling consultancy for five years and my message is all about inspiring women who have a wardrobe full of clothes but nothing to wear and helping them to look and feel confident every time they get dressed. I went through a big trauma from the age of about 17 through to about 40 where I suffered from an eating disorder and so I really understand what it means when you look in the mirror and you really don't like what you see and it's not what other people see and so when I I decided to train as a personal stylist for me it, it was partly about giving back but it was also about using my experience in a way that could help other people to become more body confident, and not in a way that I, you know, I know how you feel, but I do really relate to those feelings, if you know what I mean, yeah, from that point yeah. of view. And I call myself conscious wardrobe stylist because I am very aware of the impact of fashion industry has on the planet. It is the second biggest polluting industry after the oil industry. And so, unlike a lot of personal stylists, I don't take my clients shopping, other than in their own wardrobes, because it's my belief that we all have well not all of us but most of us have too many clothes and we can all make much better use of our clothes but we don't really connect to our wardrobes you know we rather go out and buy something than actually make more use of what we've got so Mm -hmm. I teach my clients how to do that so they make less of an impact on the planet. Fantastic. And that is a good thing all around, in my
1: opinion. Now, I need to tell everybody a little story. So I actually did an interview with somebody else before this interview, which you probably might have already heard on the listings. I can't remember which way around I'm going to post them. But anyway, I was actually wearing a black and white striped dress. And she was just like, oh, you're going on with Carol. She'll tell me off for not wearing lipstick. And I was like, well, look at the dress I'm wearing. She'll tell me off for wearing stripes on camera. (laughs) So I'm now currently wearing a red t-shirt, which is much more my colour.
2: <laughs> because oh we don't want to get God. told off. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank that you. So,
1: good. Oh dear. so what I wanted to tell the audience was, um, and some of you guys may have heard me tell this story before, but the reason that I really found it important to bring Carol on and talk about this today was that I was actually at a wedding where I was a photographer and they, were, they had hired a videographer to do their video. So me and this guy were actually sort of joined at the hip all day and what I saw from him kind of shocked me. I always used to wear black trousers and then a white blouse or jacket or a cardigan, black cardigan to my weddings, because I wanted to kind of blend into the background, not really be noticed, but I wanted to be smart. And I could never really get to grips with what I should be wearing. And it was just seemed safe to me. But this guy rocked up wearing trainers and a full on tracksuit, you know, the the jacket and the trousers, which shocked the life out of me. He also had a beer during dinner, which is another story. But um, I just sort of looked at him and I thought, you don't even look like you should be at a wedding, let alone videoing a wedding. He looked like he was going to the gym. And I was just like, I know that most professionals would not dress like that when they're at a wedding. However, I thought that some people may, like me, not really know what they should be wearing so that they don't look like a guest. Mm -hmm. But They look professional, but they don't look like they're going to the office and they certainly don't look like they're going to the gym. So, Carol, help us out here. What should we be wearing when we are attending a wedding as a vendor? Well, I think it partly depends
2: what your role is as a vendor. And particularly for what you were doing, Donna, as a photographer or as a videographer, you need to be comfortable because you're going to be on your feet a lot of the day. And you're also going to have to get in some slightly strange positions at times while you're taking photographs. Yes. So comfort does have to play a really big part in it. Flat shoes for, for women, I would say is a, you know, an absolute must, but I would also say that you, you're right. It is about getting that balance right between, not wanting to appear too smartly dressed in the sense that you don't want to outdo the guests at all, but you do want to blend into the background. So I think for photographers and videographers, I think black or dark colours is is a good choice because that's kind of what cameramen will wear who are on film sets and it's kind of the, the rigueur. If you want to have something that is maybe got your logo on it in some senses, some photographers I've seen at weddings wear a smart polo shirt with their logo on it. And I think providing it's, you know, it's nicely done and it's a good quality shirt, then that's fine. Some photographers I know, do actually like I mean certainly when when I was when I got married the guy at our wedding and that was a long time ago but he did actually wear a suit which I felt was a little bit too over the top because I felt he'd probably be a bit uncomfortable in that Mm. so yeah it's it's about being smart but certainly not tracksuit certainly blending in but if you're coming in to do something like flowers or something like that you may not be there when when the guests are there anyway so I'm really I'm guessing that the main people who are going to be there at the same time as the guests are going to be photographers and videographers rather than mm. anyone else or maybe someone's got a, a photo booth or something like that at the reception but then again it would be the same sort of thing is blend into the background but be comfortable particularly if you're going to be on your feet a lot of the time and you know look smart but not you know not loads of accessories and certainly not again if you've photography or videographing you don't want anything that's going to cause any rattles or anything like that particularly with videography that could get in the way of the of the sound and then have to be edited out so you can just create more work for yourself definitely definitely I think for me I um always sort of went for that sort
1: of black blend into the background kind of look but yeah I didn't have a a uniform and it's something that I thought actually it might be a good idea because then at least you haven't got to think about it it's something really simple but like you say if it's not good quality then that's Mm. not necessarily a a great thing to be wearing I found that I would wear leggings sometimes they were black leggings but I could move around in them so I would always wear it with kind of a, a a shift type dress that I can move around in, but it just meant that I can kneel on the floor and and whatnot without any issue but the suit yeah. thing, I've seen that a lot with um guy photographers that will yeah. wear a full-on suit and I'm thinking, what are you doing yeah. <laughs>
2: That's going to be uncomfortable and they're not going to be able to get into the, into the positions that sometimes you need to be as a photographer. So I think the only thing about black and white is it, you might look as though you're blending into the catering staff a little bit yeah. because it's often the, the uniform for caterers. But yeah. again, it's just about muted colors rather than than standing out i mean the last thing you want to be doing is wearing something like a bright red top that's really going to mark you out as as someone that's not really at the wedding and it doesn't look quite as smart if you're wearing something like that leggings is fine um as our jeggings type of thing because again you've got that stretch in them yeah and and therefore you can move around easily absolutely comfort is
1: key smart comfort that's what we need a a fashion label smart comfort
2: Than smart casual, we'll have smart comfort. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. For, for the wedding industry, it's needed. As like, even like the event staff, when they're there, obviously they're not there necessarily when all of the guests are there, but oftentimes I did planning at a hotel. Yeah. And at the hotel, we would often have staff coming in and out from different places to get the weddings ready, but you still had like the bridesmaids, And maybe the bride, if they were staying over in the hotel, they would be wandering around doing stuff. So it's still important to sort of think about if you're going out to do something to do with your profession, you need to be portraying that professional appearance, so... Um, I think that was some really good advice there. Thank you. Thank you. So next we want to talk about getting those clients. So, you know, before we get to the wedding day, before we even get there, we have got to book our clients and a lot of us work out of our homes. And then some of us, you know, cake makers might have a bakery that they work from. Florists might actually have a, their own florist shop. But when it comes to having these one-to-one meetings with clients, this mm-hmm. is where we need to be showing them and building that know, like and trust factor and I think what you wear really can speak volumes to a person like they say that within the first 30 seconds of meeting somebody you've made up your mind about them a lot of that comes from the clothes that you're wearing so if you haven't got a uniform that you wear what Mm. should we be looking at wearing to these these interviews basically the clients are interviewing us to see if they want us
2: Absolutely. It's your opportunity to it's you are pitching for your business. So what I would always say with that is and you're you're absolutely right, ninety three percent of any initial communication when you meet someone is nonverbal. So, you know, regardless of how good your pitch and your presentation may be to a client, that nonverbal is is the key. And of course when we meet someone face to face, there's a lot that that goes into nonverbal. There is body language. There's our posture, our spatial awareness, but you're absolutely right. Our outfits are really important on that. So what I would always say is you need to express who you are. If you understand who you are, your personality, and that's, you know, I do an exercise when I work with clients that I get them to work through who they, who they are, how they want to show up. We then relate that to their clothing. So, for example, if you have someone that is smart, formal and elegant, they're more likely to feel more comfortable in slightly more formal, classical type of styles. Hmm. Whereas if you've got someone that is more natural, relaxed and easygoing, they're going to be more of the sort of the, um, maybe chinos and slightly more relaxed fit clothing. Hmm. So it's about being who you are. And what people take from our clothing is obviously colour is important, the style, does it suit us? And just generally how we put an outfit together. Yeah. What I would also say is you need to be sensitive to your audience. You may well be going to pitch for a client that is um, extremely wealthy, it's an extremely you know, high-class wedding, or you may be going to pitch to someone who is on a budget and on quite a low budget. While I never say you need to kind of step right out of that comfort zone what I do say is you need to pitch it in the sense of who is your audience and have some empathy for that so you might not wear your Chanel jacket to um, someone who is on you know a really tight budget because apart from anything else they'll immediately be thinking oh she's making too much money that she can afford a Chanel (laughs) jacket just an aside from that someone came up to do a quote for us for air conditioning fairly recently during lockdown and he drove up in a brand new Range Rover and I said to my husband no there's no way I would even accept his quote (laughs) (laughs) and that first impression is just so important so you know thinking about what you're doing if you're if you are someone that is pitching for photography nobody's going to be expecting you to turn up in in a suit or something like that they're expecting a slightly more casual look to you because you are a creative person if you're an event organizer then you might dress up a little bit more because the event organizers or the event planner is is the kind of person that's going to MC the whole performance through aren't they yeah. from that point of view so it's about being sensitive to that if you do again if you do have branded clothing if you're a photographer or uh, a florist or something like that providing it's really smart I would say wear it but what I would also say is, it's a bit like an interview You'd probably dress up a little bit more than you would when you got the job yeah I was actually talking to a Caribbean lady yesterday and she was saying there is still a bit of a stigma about braids particularly in corporate I know ridiculous isn't it and the, yeah. evi- the best advice she had was don't put your braids in until after you've got the job <laughs> And I know it's ridiculous. So that really did give me the goldfish impressions from that. Yeah. But it is, it is a bit like that. You, you're better to be a little bit more formal on that first meeting than yeah. on subsequent meetings. But equally, you've still got to convey who you are. You know, Don't go over the top with accessories. Don't go over the top with your outfit. But feel, again, it's about feeling comfortable, but expressing who you are. don't dress down too much either because you're trying to win that business yeah and people appreciate it when you make a bit of an effort yeah absolutely absolutely
1: and I think that's so right I was going to say about accessories because I was like I'm not a big accessories person I'm trying to I'm trying to get better at my accessories but um, I'm I'm somebody who I've, I've got a bit of an issue with my ears and earrings don't always gel well with my ears so I didn't wear them for years and years and years and it's just such a faff in the morning and then I wear my Fitbit so I can't wear any of my pretty watches and it's like and all of that stuff and so it's just one of those other things to think about and I was just like yeah what, what about accessories when you're sort of doing these things because a lot of people um, will dress quite I don't want to say conservatively but they will dress sort of the regular kind of dress nothing too outlandish but they love their accessories and they might have these massive earrings and these bracelets and things that do like you say show their personality yeah. um but maybe we should be avoiding that on the first meeting Um,
2: I think, again, it depends slightly on your client and it depends slightly on the type of thing that you're pitching for to a degree. And again, it's about who you are. I mean, when I go networking, which I appreciate isn't the same as actually pitching for for business, but for me, that's where I get a lot of my clients. Mm. I'm known as someone that does wear a lot of accessories because it expresses who I am. So it's a big silky scarf, there's a big chunky necklace on, And then I go light on the earrings because to have big earrings on as well would just look ridiculous. Mm. I'm kind of remembered for that, but that's when I'm in a room full of people as well. But if I'm working one-to-one with a client, then I would just put on something more subtle apart from anything else. Because when I'm working on a one-to-one basis with a client with styling, then I've asked them to turn up without any makeup on, to wear just leggings and a cami top. And I don't want to intimidate them. Mm. so again that's about the sensitivity to the audience as well from that Mm. point of view but equally when i first meet them i i will be a bit more dressed up because that's likely to be in a in a networking type of environment and in a sense you know i'm putting myself out there for business from that point of view so i think accessories are fine i wouldn't go if you're going to be sitting there writing anything down or taking notes on an ipad or anything i wouldn't go for chunky um, bangles or anything that might you know you might end up banging around or whatever <laughs> and I would certainly go for if you're going to go for a bigger necklace go for small earrings or if you're going to go for bigger earrings then go for a smaller necklace type of thing yeah. and uh, you know accessories are good because people can remember you by accessories the other thing I would also say is important is to wear lipstick and part of the reason for that and I'm not saying that for the guys obviously yeah, but I was going to say <laughs> but the reason <laughs> the guy. for guys lipstick will help people focus on what you're saying a bit more because it's drawing attention to you you know you're drawn drawn into looking at what someone's saying you're going to be paying more attention so just a bit of color on your lips because you may find that you're meeting clients on zoom to start with especially if people are planning their weddings this year for you know for next year and again that's important then to get your appearance right for zoom so again don't go over the top with accessories make sure you've got your lighting right and you haven't got anything that's going to start reflecting if you are using a ring light or anything that could end up looking like a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm showing that as an example of the bracelet because I've got the necklace with me, but you can see how the baubles on that are just reflecting back in the ring light, and I do yeah. do look like I'm some kind of Christmas ornament.
1: So for those of you that can't see, that was a beautiful silver <laughs> bracelet with white pearls and very glitzy, and yeah, not not a great reflection on my uh, no.
2: unfortunately. <laughs> no, exactly. Very pretty person, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, it's important to express who you are yeah and as I say I think the the rule of thumb would be dress up slightly more when you're meeting someone for the first time because that shows an element of respect and then you can play it by ear thereafter so I hope that's helpful
1: yeah absolutely absolutely so one thing I just wanted to touch on before we finish up is a lot of what you were saying at the beginning is that when you work with somebody you like to just head into their wardrobe and you know sometime after lockdown maybe you can come and look at mine because it's a mess but you tend to go with what they've got and and make it work for them if there is something that we like we know that in this situation for working our business we do need something new where can we go for these sustainable clothes where should we be looking to go for clothes that actually are going to be better for the environment and better on our on our skin
2: well it depends partly on what your budget is and it depends what you're looking for what i would suggest is that you go onto a website called good on You. And you can also download an app both for Apple and for Android. And they basically do brand audits. So you can check out sustainability of diff- by different brands. Personally, I tend to buy a lot of my clothes uh, secondhand. And while they might not actually be that sustainable, what I'm doing is extending the life of a garment yeah and um, particularly if you're a small business owner and you know you, you're building your business up, you probably don't want to be spending an awful lot of money on your own wardrobe, and so I would always you know suggest. Searching out charity shops, searching out pre-love boutiques and so on because you can get such great bargains and and good quality clothes as well. So that's a way of kind of shopping semi-sustainably because you're stopping something from just being discarded. But if you do want to invest in actual sustainable apparel, then check out stuff like Good On You as an app. To give you some guidance, because it just to give you, say, one or two websites or stuff like that, it's really difficult because things are changing all the time in terms yes. of sustainability. And also, there's an awful lot of greenwashing out there, so it's always best to get good advice from someone yeah. like from somewhere like that.
1: Awesome. So, in summary, guys, we need to be looking at being comfortable but being classy with it. And if you are there on the wedding day all day long, make sure you're wearing more muted tones so that you're blending into the background and not sticking out like a sore thumb. When you are doing your one-to-one meetings with the couples, then make sure that you are dressing up a little bit more than you would usually, but expressing your personality, nothing too over the top dress for your audience. So I think that about covers it. Thank you so much for coming on, Carol. What I will do is I will link all Carol's details in the show notes. So do head over and find her on social media. She does some fantastic videos on um, how to look good on camera. So you can definitely find those on her social media. So if you are going to be having client meetings on Zoom, you will get some great tips over there and we will see you again next week.
2: Thank you so much, Carol. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Donna. It's been a real pleasure. Really appreciate it. Bye guys. See you next week.
0: Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.